What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Faded Truth. You guys have no idea, like, what it just took me to get here. The fucking lens broke. <laughs> right when we were about to shoot, had to run out, get a new lens. These are the content creation problems that you have, please. I hope nobody has these. But we're back, better than ever. Today I got Mojave Mushrooms owner Jordan on the show. I can describe it as bringing the ancient traditions of medicinal mushrooms to mainstream culture. That's Correct? right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And so I met you at the farmer's market. Yeah. Right here in Vegas. Selling fresh mushrooms. So, yeah. <laughs> I love the farmer's markets. They're so cute. I'm like, I always can find something there and I always like like to go to every table and like at least try to support like how I can. Yeah. yeah. Some, meet some great people there. Um, very open-minded, always willing to talk to you about politics and everything else i swear <laughs> did you talk to the guy there. with the parrot oh yeah a little bit a little bit <laughs> he was mad because he's like i walked away he's like <laughs> he's like if your hands feel smooth it's because of me <laughs> wow i was like no not this cheap he's, ass he's, he's, a little, China pool. he's a little out there <laughs> he needs to uh, take care of his bird his uh, bird's feathers are falling out so, you know. <laughs> yeah so i definitely have uh been getting into like microdosing mushrooms which that's completely different kind of than what we're going to talk about right like yeah as far as we can talk about those too okay we can, we can circle back around and that. that's why i was like i saw the mushroom table and then i have like i take sea moss and i take my minerals and everything and i've heard of like lion's mane and things like that so i was like let me just go over there and like you know what i mean get my little in on it on the new knowledge that's yeah. coming out into the world because like nobody ever talks about mushrooms as that's like true. a it's, medicinal it's thing starting to become a little more you know mainstream i guess you can say i guess i wouldn't say mainstream but it's been around for a while, but Amer American culture has kind of been like um, scared of mushrooms in a, in a lot of ways because, you know, we're always taught, oh, they're poisonous, you know, and, that, right. and that's kind of a generalized view. Uh, you know, most of us that grew up in, in the States kind of feel that way. So um, trying to bring it, bring out the, uh, the new knowledge of, well, actually, it's very old knowledge, you know, in a lot of cultures, but um, we, we often rely on Western medicine to tell us what to do. So now we're kind of looking at other methods and um you know a lot of people don't believe in the uh what do you call it the um managing the symptoms they want to you know knock it out they want a solution so right. they're looking for other ways natural ways to to do that what ancient culture does this come from like the mushrooms themselves wow like, you can trace it back them. um you can trace it back thousands of years actually um there's actually um what do you call it like drawings, depictions, people like using mushrooms. Like hieroglyphic type, like yeah, Egyptians? Yeah, like I guess who? you could say that. You know, I wouldn't say Egypt because I don't know if, you know, they would grow out there in the desert. But, <laughs> but like Chinese, out here in the desert. Chinese culture, <laughs> Indian culture, um, a lot of places in Asia, Siberia, okay. uh, Russia. They've been know. using this for hundreds of years? Yeah, a long time. A very long time. In fact, um, there are some mushrooms that the government has sort of banned as as being uh, a treatment mm -hmm. you know uh, of course you know not not psilocybin mushrooms but there's other mushrooms you know there's a theory that this one mushroom called the amanita muscaria is the uh the origins of santa claus and christmas but that's a whole other story but uh, <laughs> but they use this mushroom as a medicine medicine as a medicinal treatment for people and um it doesn't have the same effects as something like psilocybin mushrooms but it has been used in in that kind of way for treatment and uh, a lot of cultures now have modern cultures banned this mushroom for being consumed although it's technically not illegal but 
you just have to say, oh, it's for decorative purposes, you know, so any of those Amanita muscaria that you find that are dried, they say, you know, not for consumption, but you can actually consume them for treatment, you know, anxieties and depressions and things like that. Okay, so tell me about, just I guess let's start with, where are you from? Originally from Houston. Uh, Where's your family from? They're all out from Houston pretty much. Well, I, I say Houston, but that is the city. Well, we're yeah, no, like, like where's what country we're, is your family? We're more on the uh, the outskirts, you know. Like a lot of my mom's side of the family is French, okay, and Cajun and Creole, uh, and then my dad's side of the family has Native American and Asian. So, okay, yeah, yeah. That's where I was seeing. I was like, I think I was like looking. I was like, maybe a little. Yeah. But I knew it was like also like the Native American. I think I I could see. Yeah, as well. exactly. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so Houston, and then how'd you get to Vegas? Wow. So. I guess um, I've been a performer and dancer and acrobat for a pretty long time, so I actually made it out to Vegas to pursue those type of arts and as well as music. And uh, then I, I figured, you know, I wanted to do something else instead of a vain pursuit like performing, which, you know, no offense to anyone that, that performs for their own reasons, but to me it was a vain pursuit and I didn't feel like, love with it anymore so i wanted to do something to help others i guess i've heard that say. before that yeah. people grow out of love with their like whatever like art or creativeness that they're doing sometimes they're like i don't know like i have had performers on the show actually that were like i talked to them and they're like i don't know if i want to perform anymore i'm like what do you mean like <laughs> you're a performer you know and they're like i just don't like i've been doing it for so long i just don't have a passion like i don't have the passion like i yeah. used to i think that you know we tend to hopefully let go of some of the ego involved with, with performing and uh, being on stage. And, you know, everybody wants to be a star, of course, when you're on stage. That's your whole purpose. But after a while, it does, it does get a little old, I would say, you know. Damn, so we got business owner, mushroom expert, <laughs> aerialist, music producer, yeah, martial artist. All around. It's hard to keep it all together, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> trying, I'm trying. <laughs> Okay, and then so uh, Mojave Mushrooms, that's you, and what's her name? Rara. How do you say it? Rara. Rara? Yeah, and she's Japanese, okay. so uh, she has, of course, mushrooms in her Is that her the one that I met? Too. Yeah. The, okay, yeah. gotcha. She's my business partner, and uh, she handles all the social media good stuff, because I don't like to do that stuff. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, me either. I'm looking for someone. Anyone want to do my <laughs> social media for me? That's another fucking three hours of my life. <laughs> um, okay, so when did you guys open Mojave Mushrooms? You know, it's a funny story, actually. Um, when the pandemic hit, I, I knew something was going to happen. You know, I was kind of tuned in, and I knew something was going to happen. So I was like, you know, now's a good time to go back to my roots of, you know, growing up on a farm. We knew how to grow things. and But one of the first things, actually, I was growing was was uh, marijuana, cannabis. Nice! <laughs> I, and I was doing it hydroponically, and I, and I really took a big interest in hydroponics and how... You know, the water consumption is way less than normal farming. You don't need soil. And out here in the desert, it's a super handy skill to know. So I started growing my own vegetables and things like that. And then, um, you know, I've always had an interest in, in cultivating mushrooms. And uh, so I just started reading some books. And over uh, time, I guess I was like, you know what? People are going to have some mental things going on. They're going to be battling their demons, trying to figure out what to do, anxieties and all those things. And I used to be kind of one of those people that kind of looked down on people that had depression and anxiety. I'm like, oh, that's, that shit's not real. Like, hey, all, me too. It's all in your fucking head. You know? 
But then I started thinking about it a different way. It's like everybody makes their own reality. So it is real for them, you know, whether I say, right. hey, you, need, a, you mm -hmm. need to fucking get your shit together or not. It's, it's, still it's in your real. Head. It's still in their head. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of like, you know, looking down on people in that way, I, I thought maybe I can do something to help people. And, and of course, you know, give them good food to eat because there's a lot of really awesome, delicious dishes you can make with mushrooms and then there are some that you just use medicinally of course too yeah. i used to uh hate mushrooms with passion and now i love them but ah, what changed your mind i guess i mean they say your taste buds changed like every seven years oh really yeah so i was probably like maybe three four years ago i was like hmm all right and then ah. now i like them but they cannot be like there's that cusp when they're too like Slimy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like they got to be nice and fresh. Portobello's cooked, really cooked for me, yeah. like, all the way. Like, they've been being the pan last type shit. That's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of like a little bit of a, an art to cooking it, but it, it's not super uh, complex. I mean, but a lot of people don't know this. Mushrooms are made of what's called chitin, and so you got to break that down. Which Chitin is also what a lot of uh, sea creatures uses their shell same same stuff but you got to mm. cook that otherwise it's like a sponge so you got to cook it in a dry pan let it break down first and then you can add in your oil or butter but oh, if you don't so do don't that don't put it in an oiled pan right yeah gotcha. so if you don't do that then you get the sliminess that yeah. people don't like and so people are like Ugh, mushrooms are gross but it's actually the way you cook them that makes a difference so sear off the chitin first yeah you got to break then, it down okay. first i mean i like how you got there from saying okay, I know that now we're in the pandemic. There's going to be mental health issues. People are going to be definitely going crazy. Like, that's why there was such high kid suicides yeah. during the pandemic and just suicides in general and people's real, like, depression was coming out because they were just, you know, confined to, by themselves, mm -hmm. which, you know, pretty much that's what they wanted everyone to do. They wanted everyone to go crazy and get all, yeah. you know what I mean? So It's still happening, you know. I, I see it all the time, you know. So. And I used to think like that too, like, because growing up, I didn't have like any like emotional people around me. So we were taught like to not show emotion. And like, right, yeah. if you do, like, you're pretty much like a bitch or like you're weak. Yeah, yeah. So when people used to tell me they had anxiety, I'm like, just suck it up. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, nothing's happening. Like, just suck it the fuck up. You know what I mean? There, there is a fine line, I, I think. You know, it, it's, I, I hate to say, like, you know, because I see a lot of stuff about, people banding together with their mental disorders and things like that. There, I feel like sometimes there is a fine line of just being a whiny ass complaining bitch, you know? Cause I mean, the world is, is not, life isn't easy, for, you know, unless you grew up rich or something and, and very taken care of, which a lot of those people also are fucking depressed for some reason. I, don't I feel know. like they're more depressed. I'm like, well, you don't have any, fucking problems like right. you know it's crazy i grew up you know my mom raised me she was always working her ass off to pay the bills and uh you know taught me what it what it meant the value of, of like hard work and all that good stuff so you know i grew up in i guess a different generation because i'm 43 now and um you know 43 we had bullies in school we had all the same shit like so i mean in a way, I can relate to what people are feeling, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, you need to fucking toughen up a little bit. No, you know? the world has made everyone allowed to be sensitive. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. And the fact that you're 43, guys, look at the mushrooms yeah. do See, <laughs> to you the don't... skin. <laughs> I thought you were like 35 <laughs> max. Great. I hope I look like you when I'm 43. Shit. 
Oh, I try to eat right. I try to eat mushrooms, of course. <laughs> you know. I think it's good that you actually found a way because I know that CBD, cannabis, you know, I love cannabis. It's like a great medicine for yeah. anxiety, depression, all those things as well, inflammation. So that's why I'm, I, I love that we it. found yeah. another plant because I'm always talking about plants over pills. Yeah. And, you know, um, like, so I f- I'm glad I found another gateway to he- healing people with like a different plant that like is li- readily available to everyone and, and isn't illegal definitely glad that you know we've come this far with laws and things like that because it's, it's something people have fucking known about for ages and i'm hoping that more laws open up when it comes to psilocybin because that has been a really powerful um medicine for people you know um treating all kinds of things you know creativity like depression, anxieties, PTSD, you know, past traumas and things like that. You know, it's it's been a super proven and it's just going to get more proven by and backed by science as time goes on. So um, I'm hoping that it reaches everywhere, you know, where, where laws change and say, oh, this is not a dangerous drug. Like this is not going to cause people to, you know, go crazy and play in it's traffic not even or a, some it's shit. It's not a drug. I mean, it, this isn't a drug, right? I mean, no, not this. This right. is this is just if you, a supplement. You consider but, like shrooms or but like psilocybin. Yeah, psilocybin. Okay, I say psychocilibin. <laughs> psilocybin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same difference. Well, I mean, it got classified as as a, you know, in, in this class of all these drugs, like back in I think it was the seventies or so, something like that. And um, there was a really bad drug problem, and the president during that time just cast a big net and said all of these fucking drugs are illegal, and that's how it's been ever since then. Right. Yeah. Because I really haven't heard, like, because I tried shrooms for the first time this year. Oh, really? For the first time? Yeah. Holy shit. Because on, on the East Coast, like, no one does psychedelics. Like, it's not a normal thing, like, for people to do shrooms and acid and shit. Like, I mean, they should. Yeah. It, it just <laughs> anything, wasn't. Like, people. People, we looked at people weird that, like, we're like, we're like, oh, okay. Like, you want to be out of this body? That's weird. But our parents, you know, all used to do fucking that shit in the yeah. 70s. And they were fine. I mean... Drugs back then were a lot more cleaner than they are now anyway. But I was like, you know, let me try it because something was like telling me like I needed to kind of see like what was past where we at, where we're at. And I, I just kept thinking about it. And then my girls had me try acid and that was a horrible thing. I don't want to ever Oh, really? That no. <laughs> it's like that for quite a few people actually. It's- but the shrooms I like because I feel way more leveled. Mm-hmm. Like my high is leveled and I just microdose it. Like I'll take a 0.5. I got the chocolates like chilling in the fridge and that's all I need. And then I'm cool. Like I have an intention to set or I meditate or stretch or like edit. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I realized that I can't take anything and like not have a reason for taking it. Right. Yeah. Like I have to be intentional with it with shrooms cause it's the next level thought process for me. So for me, like weed's normal. It's part of my everyday life, but I couldn't just shroom every day. Yeah. That's uh, I think that's one important thing is that now there's actually people talking about how to use it and not just like presenting it as just a party drug, you know, Right. because that's when most people see these things as party drugs, you know, all of them really. I mean, (laughs) but with mushrooms or like psychedelics in general, you know, that they've always been presented as like, oh, trippy, you know, party, which is kind of fun. Yeah. But there's something beyond that. You know, you can, you You, can learn so much about yourself, I think. And the world the world i didn't know the world even was this pretty until i did well that's what i took out of the acid trip i was like i took two tabs and i just saw like diamonds in the sky like the whole sky was just like (laughs) glittering the stars were glittering like the trees were just like 
whatever. And I was just like, oh my God, it's so pretty. Like, yeah, you know, you see a lot of cool stuff. Right. And you're like, I felt like I was on Limitless. Oh yeah. You know that movie? You can see things that no one else Right. Because you're like, have you ever seen what the world really looks like? Yeah, have you yeah. seen like the energies around you? And people are like, what are yeah. you talking about? And I'm like, no, no, no. There's like shit everywhere. <laughs> and it's interesting too. You can almost sense other people's energy that maybe you didn't even know was there. You're like, oh shit, I didn't know I shouldn't be hanging around this person. That you know, there's things about them I noticed that I'd never noticed before. You know. So yeah, it makes you very like. Yeah, in tune for sure. Yeah. Okay, so tell me the products that we have that are not psychoactive. Oh with yeah, Mojave so, mushrooms. So what do so you bring? So we uh, we grow our own mushrooms from start to finish so it starts with a uh, basically a liquid culture and uh, I grow that liquid culture out and then the first step is like you put it into these grains which I use whole oats because it's really cheap basically it's what you use to uh, feed horses okay you just grow it out in the whole oats and the mycelium will colonize that whole thing and then after it's colonized you take some of that like a scoop of it basically and uh, put it into what is called a substrate and you can think of substrate as its food because mushrooms actually consume their their food. How do you, so, um, when you're growing mushrooms, is it, how are you growing them? Is that a dumb question? I don't know. No, Where do they no. come from? <laughs> well, everybody thinks mushrooms come from the ground, which there are some, but the ones in particular, a lot of the ones that you eat, they grow on wood. You know, a lot of people say, oh, they, don't they grow on cow shit? Yes, they are. there are some that grow on poop compost or whatever, but these in particular all grow on wood. There are some that grow on wood that's alive, that like because they communicate with the trees, and then there are some that grow on just rotting wood because they're they're decomposers. Mushrooms are decomposers. They're in the family of mold, actually. Right, and that's why I think people yeah. were always scared too. I mean, yeah. I was scared because I was like, oh, it's like, you know, it's like the same thing about blue cheese or like it's just all mold. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, we we eat that all the time. I you mean, know, and that's why I was like, oh okay. A lot, but... of, the, a lot of the vaccines that we've had over the years have, have been because of mold you know it's like uh, or like citric acid for instance is made from mold i mean there's all kinds of stuff so yeah, i'm surprised they haven't so are you trusting it. your immune system through covid i am actually what's happening with the world and the ecosystems and po overpopulation and i feel like diseases are only going to be more you know popping up all over the place so i feel like we also haven't had too many options or information on how to like live a healthy lifestyle it's not really promoted too much, you know? It's not, because they don't want you to be healthy. Yeah. Like, if you think about all the propaganda <clears throat> of COVID, and then you compare it to what's been pushed at you, like In-N-Out Burger and processed foods and all this crap and, like, overindulgence on all these things that are bad for you, you know, it's like, that doesn't really make sense, right? It, to it does when you know why it's happening. Though. Right, yeah. Like, when you realize that, like, this world is not made for us to live long on it. There's fucking millions of yeah. us or billions, so... The world's designed for you to fucking eat that Big Mac for two ninety nine, where my salad might cost seven ninety nine. Yeah, you know, so it's just it's a fucked up world, and especially now with COVID, that's why um, I'm glad I have you in the health and wellness section because this is all about ways to naturally stay healthy so that you don't have yeah. to depend on anything else that's going to keep you healthy. Um, so plants always over chemicals. Yeah, and I don't, don't want to guilt anybody for, you know, indulging in a Big Mac here and there or, you know, but there are some things that I'm just anti, you know, like smoking cigarettes. I think that's like the worst thing ever you could do for your body. Um, what about know, weed? 
because I think that's fine. <laughs> We're I mean, in it a, now. <laughs> I think it's a medicine, you know, like I, I assumed he was a pothead because he did mushrooms. I, I personally <laughs> don't smoke it, but I have vaporized in the past, you know, and that's all I ever did just because I was always like an athlete and, and I didn't want to, <clears throat> you know, inhale the, the, whatever you call it, carcinogens, I guess you can say, you know, right. and plus I have allergies when mm-hmm. it smoke because my mom was a smoker and I grew up in a, in that kind of household. So it just kind of gave me allergies after a while, yeah. I guess. So I'm sensitive to that kind of thing. But, you know, um, back to your question, I guess, like I do believe in the immune system, and I think that you can make your immune system strong with mm-hmm. what you eat and what you choose to do with your lifestyle and stuff like that. You know, working out, as much as people hate to think about it, it's, it's part of your immune system. You're stressing your body to build up uh, all of these things, mushrooms included, they are very beneficial for your immune system, you know? For but I like how you said we don't have education to learn how to eat healthy. And yeah. that's why I really love Vegas because in Jersey, there's like, I mean, now there's a couple vegan places, I guess, but there's no vegan food or anything like that on the East Coast, like when I grew up. Yeah, that's so. unfortunate that, you know, there, even when it comes down to places to shop for food, that some people don't have access to you know, the better things, you right. know. Right, and people are in a food desert and they don't yeah. have access to healthy food at all, you know. Yeah, so, you know, I want to encourage everybody to at least learn how to grow a little bit of food, you know. And Yeah, well, everyone <laughs> tells me. My girl grows her own. My mom has a fucking garden. She loves her garden. I, I threw, like, some squash seeds, and yeah. the squash is huge. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I personally have, like, a black thumb. I tried. I tried to even grow weed. That didn't work. Really? Yeah, I got, like, I got my plants. They were, like, you know, I repotted and then they got fucked up. They're kind of picky though. Huh? They're kind of picky though. They're a little finicky. You over, you overwater them a little bit, they fall down. And they give them too much light, they fall down. And now, you know, with mushrooms, these companies that um, are making little kits that are available so that all you have to do is spray them with water and maybe you can put them in like a little plastic bin or something like that. And you just spray them with water each day just to keep humidity in there and then... You know, maybe a week later, you have mushrooms that you can eat. Okay. So what is in this? So this, uh, let's see. I grow, we got the wood mushrooms. I grow all these babies, uh, the lion's mane, which are really delicious to eat. And I got reishi, which is um, mostly a medicinal mushroom. You can put it in soups, but it's got a real bitter taste. So this not really good to eat, but great for medicine, immune system, for your cholesterol, for your blood sugar, mm-hmm. um, you know, all kinds of benefits like for your heart and uh, anti-cancer fighting properties the lion's mane is great for your brain yeah you won't hold you don't want any of them i don't know the lion's mane is great for your uh, cognitive function and this is the one i bought you know, yeah yeah it's good for your uh, memory i put it in my water um it was it definitely tastes it reminds me of bitters yeah yeah I extract it with alcohol and then uh, and then water, so I do a double extraction. Yeah, because I could taste the alcohol. Yeah, but is it like rubbing alcohol? No, it's uh, like, it like like a vodka. Oh, like gotcha. A, like okay. a high grain. Yeah, it tastes like vodka to me. That's yeah, why yeah. I was like, oh, it tastes just like the bitters because I have a thing of bitters that I take like once every month or whatever, just like a yeah. shot of it, and it's like horrible, but it's so good for you. Yeah, it's just like you know um, apple cider so vinegar. So how can I make this there. taste good? I just put it in a shake instead of water. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I mean, I just drink it in water, but you know, if you if you don't want to taste it, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna throw in some juice. There are there are you know, there are little things that they're expensive as hell, but I've seen them online. I think it's called Levo or something like that. 
where um, you can extract the alcohol from it and just leave behind the, the lion's mane. Wow. Which, you know, people are making like infusions and stuff. But Okay, so uh, the reishi, gut health. Gut health, heart health. Brain health. Brain health. What's this one? You know, it's been shown that uh, lion's mane has repaired neurons in people's brains and uh, brought back memory. Wow. You know, for people that are maybe dealing with Alzheimer's or just memory loss because it comes with age. And uh, the chaga is actually one I don't grow because you can't actually grow, uh, cultivate it. It has to be in the wild. So I had some people in Michigan go out and they cut it off birch trees and then they uh, then I make a tincture from it pretty much. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They get it while it's fresh because otherwise it's like rock hard, you know. So you can't do anything with it. I'm telling you guys, if you just took all of these oh, yeah. got the for a month, you would feel phenomenal, right? It's helped me a lot for sure. Like a 30-day trial. Especially just like the lion's mane. You know, be I, consistent. I've always been very sleepy when I wake up <clears throat> and groggy. And the first thing I do is get some water, which should, everybody should do that anyway because you got to jumpstart your brain and everything. So, you know, you've been sleeping, so you're dehydrated. So first thing, drink a shitload of water and then... I put the lion's mane in there, and then, you know, I'm, I'm back to it. You know, it's like nothing ever happened. And then I have this uh, shiitake jerky, which um, so we sort of developed on accident, and it turned out to be a real hit at the farmer's market. And so right now we're actually in the process of trying to get all the proper permits to sell it at the farmer's market because um, apparently you have to prepare it in a commercial kitchen, which we weren't doing because, you know, we work from home. So uh, we take fresh shiitake mushrooms and we dehydrate them. And then we put them in a nice sauce that we have, have like a special recipe. Ooh. And then we dehydrate it again. So I guess you could say it's a vegan uh, jerky. Nice. Which, uh, still getting some of the texture and tear, like beef jerky. And is there, is there a lot of salt in here or no salt? No. Okay. Actually, the, the, the uh, seasoning we use is um, Soul Delicious, which is a local vendor in town that uh, they do their seasoning with no salt, no sugar. And uh, they're a big hit in the town, too. So, Kung Fu Kicking. Okay, yeah. so did you come up with this because you're a martial artist? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to think of a name, you know. Pa-pow! Sometimes you, <laughs> you just got to go with what you know, I guess, sometimes. So tell me, uh, when did you get into, like, is the martial artist, like... I know there's like MMA, mixed martial art, and then there's, what's martial art? Is that just certain things or? Well, I guess like the, the system of Kung Fu I did, I started in 1997. And um, I guess it was always considered in, in a mixed martial art because we had everything within it. Uh, but Kung Fu gets a bad rap these days because there's a lot of Ooh. bullshit masters and stuff. But what we did is uh, we actually fought and uh Actually, one of the guys in our system is Don the Dragon Wilson, was like a world kickboxing champion. So, you know, it's, it's shown and proven, you know, that it, it does work as a fighting style. But uh, traditional martial arts have kind of died off. And right now they're trying to do all these stupid things to make it popular again, like fake martial arts online and all this dumb shit. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> so what was Kung Fu, though? Like... I mean, we like, did do... what's the style of it? We did do traditional Kung Fu, but there was a lot of, I guess, very rigorous training, like iron body training where you condition your body, your forearms, your shins, you know. You, you know, you've probably seen videos of people that do that crazy shit. And it's like, 
I think some of that's garbage, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, we trained to to fight. I guess you know that that was the whole purpose of it, not to just show off or do mystical bullshit. You know? I don't know a go to move. Yeah, what's a go to kung fu? Move? I don't know. I just avoid getting into trouble. I guess. I <laughs> like if you're pra if you're right now if you're sparring or if you're practicing. Oh well, what's sparring like, what's is like different. A, what's like a, a your go to? Like you have to have a go to move, right? Well, there's. There's sparring and practicing for sport and competition, but then there's like moves for actual self-defense if somebody is trying to get in your space or something. And usually, what's a good move that a girl can use if she's trying to kick the shit out of somebody? One of my favorites is called a tiger mouth, and it's just this part of your your hand. Mm -hmm. It's like a tiger's mouth, and you just just jab it in someone's Adam's apple. It's hard. You have to stiffen up. Gotcha. And then yeah. just like... Yeah. <laughs> like you're grabbing a giant cup. Boom. You just, okay. It's just when someone comes close enough, you yeah. just jab them with the tiger mouth. Boom. Gotcha. Yeah. Tiger mouth. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes you'll see people do yeah. these stupid moves, like someone grabs you and they do all this bullshit. I'm like, no, just fucking tiger mouth them right in the... I would just always go right for the balls if it's a guy because it's like the easiest way to break you down. It's easy and hard at and the then, same time. Because my dad always used to say... Uh, Kick him in the balls and yeah. then uh, chop him in the Adam's apple and then poke chop him in the him eyeballs. In hey, chop him in the Adam's apple. That's a good one. <laughs> Kicking someone in the balls is harder than you would think, though. <laughs> right, because you got to get to the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Most Doesn't guys have good reflexes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they know. Especially if they had like sisters or something. Wait, so did you ever, um, have you ever been to Absinthe? The show? Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. I, that was like my favorite show ever. I, I wanted to try out for that show actually. Yeah, I, I was gonna ask you, did you like yeah. Cirque Delay or anything, or did you try out for? Any I of those I did shows? I did work for Cirque, but it was like in Dominican Republic, and um, it was hard work, performing. You had to coach. You had to do mm -hmm. all this other stuff. You had to mingle with guests. This is really good. Oh, you like it? Good. Yeah. I'm, See, I just wiped my teeth today, so yeah. I can't like eat it. But I'm oh yeah, eat these it tomorrow. has a little bit of um, what do you call it, miso paste in it. So I'm gonna eat these tomorrow. Just a bit. Uh, but yeah, like I did, I did come here to to try to be in a show, you know. And then, uh, of course, I got distracted by other things, you know. Life. Yeah. You have kids? No. Wow, you made it. Never want to have kids. No, there's you made it that no, Yeah, there's enough I, childrens. I, I didn't you know? think he's a fucking uh, no. diamond in the rough, guys. Enough, enough childrens in the world right now, you know. <laughs> and there's enough population. We don't need to bring kids in the world because all they're gonna do is use their phone anyway. So, you know. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna pop out of the womb just. Well, soon ready it's gonna to be text. like, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like the Jetsons. Oh it's yeah. Like, nutty. So wait, so you said this this is 100% mushrooms with no fillers. Yeah. That's right. So what is it that people usually put in their stuff that's considered fillers? Like that would harm oh, yeah. be... Well, there's a lot of mushroom supplements that are on the market. Um, and what they do is just basically they don't, they don't have a facility to grow the mushroom to its full... Like the actual fruiting body is called the mushroom. That, the mushroom is its reproductive system, basically. So the mushroom actually underneath usually has gills and they, they uh, spread their spores, and they make more mushrooms. Wait, the gills is the... Yeah, you know, when you look underneath the mushroom, <laughs> right. and you see the is little Is that the lines, reproductive part? That's where the is spores that why they pop say, out. Is that why they say, take the gills out? Well, you don't have to take the gills out or anything. <clears throat> you can eat it, but I just mean, uh, you know, in most cases, that's where the spores pop out, you know. And But anyway, uh, mycelium is 
not the fruiting body. It's like the predecessor, or whatever you want to call it, if that's the right word. Uh, it's just growing a web, you know, before it senses the right conditions to pop out and make a mushroom, to spread its spore. But what happens is a lot of these companies, they don't grow the mushroom to its, you know, full ability, I guess you can say. They just use the mycelium. So they just take it, grow it in mycelium, grind it up, make a supplement. So sometimes that will have like other crap in it, like depending on what they grow it on. They grow it on rice or oats or um, some kind of grain or whatever. So you're getting that. Some people don't really want that. And uh, not to mention the mycelium doesn't really contain the full benefits of what the mushroom contains. So what we do is grow the full mushroom and harvest it and then make it into tinctures or a powder supplement or something like that. Because you can't really get the the compounds out of the mushroom unless you extract it. So you have to use a high-grain alcohol, put it in there for like a month, and then strain it. And then you have to do another one, uh, water decoction. So you have to uh, boil, like put that in water for like an hour, two hours. And then you mix those two things together. That way you're getting like the full benefits or the full spectrum of what the mushroom can offer. Because eating the mushroom, you're getting the vitamins and minerals, but you're not necessarily getting the uh, the compounds because you have to extract that out. All right. If that all makes sense. <laughs> I love it. I think everyone can benefit from one of the products, you know. Alcohol has been used for a long time for, for like herbal tinctures and things like that. It's just something that is able to pull out the oils and compounds. Um, I'm hoping that... In the future, I can do it where I can strain out the alcohol because not a lot of people, you know, maybe not they don't want that or something like that. So yeah, it fucking you know. it tastes like alcohol. So you know, <laughs> you know, in the cannabis industry, they have these machines that that kind of turn it into like a, a paste, you know, like CBD or it's very concentrated. Um, and some people are doing that kind of thing with mushrooms too, where it's just like a very concentrated paste where they're taking all the alcohol and just leaving behind only the mushroom compounds and none of the other stuff you know so so as far as the companies in vegas are you the first uh mushroom company out here would you say like no um, or have you met a couple other are, are there other businesses like you because i i was wondering if this was like something like brand brand new i did I mean, some I digging around and I, I think there are three okay that I know of. There might be f more than that. But um, but it's pretty new here in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I know it's, was it legalized now in Colorado? Oh, yeah. Um, Oregon, Colorado, <clears throat> I think. Well, I guess decriminalized. I guess there's a difference. I, I don't know what the difference is. So basically <laughs> you can, I guess, use it, but you can't uh, sell it. Or, uh, you can't turn it into a business. Although some people are doing that, uh, making chocolates and whatnot. But... Uh, Hey, you know. I think the world's just a better place when everyone's high and yeah, like happy. I mean, in another another realm. I mean, I have no problem with people drinking, but I think it's better than drinking, especially now cuz well, you understand that again, there's liquor stores on every corner. Mm -hmm. Right? There's so much al access to alcohol. There's commercials about alcohol. Yeah. You know, so like everyone, it's like a normalized thing for hundred like what? Like 100 years now. So Yeah. Um, that's all so that you can fucking get sick and get fucking 
liver cancer and cirrhosis and all this shit and you know what I mean or just get addictions like everything's designed to keep you down so yeah you have to find that spark that kind of puts you in a different headspace mm -hmm. yoga was it for me yoga like really took me into like my whole like spiritual awakening and shit you still doing that I love it yeah, yeah good I have to I have to do it at least once important. a week I mean it's um it all comes down to just moving meditation you know it's uh it's another form of meditation for people who can't just sit there and meditate because there's like a real weird view when it comes to, oh, I don't want to sit there and meditate. Like, like I know, love it's, it. It's like everybody has to have this end goal, but there's not supposed to be an end goal. It's just, you know, to make you feel good, really. I guess. Right. It doesn't have to be a competition. You know, yoga now is like, I notice it's very competitive and, and uh, very uh, social media. I'm like, isn't that kind of defeating the purpose of what it what it is? You know, yeah. it's like, oh, whatever though. Yeah. I don't know. My my fucking lady's amazing. I love her. It's like a yin plus meditation, and it's like, it's like the calmest one ever. Because <clears throat> I'm like, I don't want to do hot yoga. Like I work out. I don't need the fucking sweat next to somebody. Oh like, yeah. I need. I'm trying to like relax. You know. That I'm makes your heart rate going. go faster with the hot yeah. yoga. You're like, boom, boom, boom. yeah. <laughs> You're like. <laughs> Downward dog, which is like vinyasa. And then I'm like, bitch, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like pouring and dripping and slipping. and I just want to be there chilling. Like, yeah. Mm, yeah, I'm good. So I've definitely been getting more comfortable with that. And that's why I love meditation. I have to do it like every day. It doesn't matter if it's like a minute or 10 minutes, whatever. I got to do it. It's super important. I, I think everybody should do some kind of meditation. It doesn't have to be the, the thing that you picture in your mind when most people say meditation it doesn't have to be that you right. know it, it's just taking some time for yourself with no no sound or whatever maybe something that smells nice i don't know whatever you want to do however, <laughs> what do you do you but you know meditation is not setting up your phone trying to get the perfect angle and then like filming yourself meditating that's not fucking meditating i'm sorry that's just putting on front really i think because you're thinking about getting the perfect picture, so you can't tell me you're meditating. So it's, you know, I'm just hating on people that do that. That's all. <laughs> it's okay. You're just old and you hate social media. Just, we get I'm it. I'm just old, you know. <laughs> all right. So do you have a your own healing story with mushrooms? Like, what has it done for your life since you've taken it, do you think? For me, I don't know. I mean, I definitely feel... I guess like with the lion's mane is, is definitely increased focus and creativity and just talking to people. Um, and with psilocybin, I would say I've been a lot more tolerant <laughs> with people. Do you microdose? Yeah, I do. Oh. I do, actually. Do you have a crazy uh, trip story? Man. Uh, I feel like you have to have a crazy, like, your demeanor tells me that you have like a crazy ass story or something. Like... <laughs> One time I did, I went to this festival called Lightning in a Bottle. I was booked to perform there as an aerialist, and uh, I, I, I tripped out on mushrooms while performing uh, oh aerial straps. <laughs> it seemed to make my, my creativity better, everything. So Wait, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. aerialist, you're hanging from the ceiling? Yeah, there was a guy yanking me in the and, air and flying oh, around. Oh, and you're like, are you doing the... They're they're uh, called aerial straps. It's just two straps, and gotcha. you can either hold it with one arm or two arms, or all right. you know, put your feet in it. And Strong as do shit. Do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it used to be. So you just pretty. had fun, like you were just tripping and fucking yeah. going up and down on your 
Yeah, pretty much. Nothing too crazy, but I guess that is kind of crazy. But most people are like, how did you do that? I'm like, right. I don't know. I seem to do well uh, on, on those kind of things. And of course, another time I got lost at a rave and I didn't know where the hell I was at. And then I ended up in the woods somewhere. I don't know. Oh, it was a long time ago, but never, sad. never anything bad. Never, never anything bad. You know, some people do say like, oh, you know. I had a bad mushroom trip. You always hear, I had a bad mushroom trip or a, a bad, you know, acid trip or whatever. And I think that's important. That shouldn't um, turn you away from trying it again because you may have needed that. You may have needed to deal with that. And uh, sometimes it's better to go towards the dark than the light off the bat because then after you can kind of enjoy, you know, or maybe you need to work through some of those things. You know, Right now, they're they're trying to treat people in a in a, I guess you could say an official, legit way. So they'll have a doctor who gives you you know some mushroom tablets or capsules or whatever, and they put you on a couch and you're supposed to be guided through this this experience, you know, which I guess is okay for people that have never done anything, or have never thought of doing any kind of drugs or or something like that. I think I think that that's fine. But I think that, you know, it's going to be very difficult to get exact studies because everybody's so different. And the mushroom's going to give you what you need. It's like catered to you. Um, so you never know how someone's going to react to it. And, and that's kind of one thing that I feel like is going to hang up with, with getting legalized and all those things is because there's not an exact way for one to measure how much psilocybin is in each mushroom because they all are different. Uh, and then also how people are going to react to it, you know? So right now I think that there's one company that's trying to make a synthesized version of it, you know, I guess to, to get those exact, but I don't really think I believe in that. I think that we should just let nature be the one who's the designer of these things and everybody can get what they need from it. Stop trying to control it. Let the people also that are growing it and doing whatever, like make money off of it and not stop trying to piggyback and make money off of it. Like, goddamn. <laughs> it's like, if you're trying to be your own little personal, you know, doctor, which I think is a really good time to do this because we have a whole other way of currency, you know, Bitcoin and things like that, things like that. So I think it could eventually lead into mushrooms all being in that world where you can't touch it. You know, people can do whatever the fuck they want to do. Buy in the metaverse, guys. Yeah. <laughs> get your coins now. <laughs> yeah. Save them up. Get some mushrooms. <laughs> I'll open a, a virtual store. You can put on those glasses and you can walk in my virtual store. Wait, so you're also 18 hands music producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what kind of music? All types? Oh, man. Well, my personal music is sort of a mix of, it's electronic, but also very Asian ethnic influence, um, very Kung Fu, spiritual kind of stuff. Are you are you a singer? No, or? I don't sing. I mean, I have, but I don't Are you just making sing. the music? I just make music. Okay, gotcha. I hire singers sometimes okay. to, to do stuff. I thought, you was, I thought you were going to say, like, you had music, and I was going to say, you have to sing oh, right now. <laughs> well, I, I used to make a lot of music for other people, you know, make beats and albums and all kinds of stuff like that and nice. i finally decided you know i'm not gonna do any more 
work for hire stuff because I really want to focus on my own thing. I've been putting it off for so many years, but it has built a skill set. You know, doing music for other people has kind of like I think it was supposed to happen that way. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. what do you think? Like, because you've done well, you've done a lot of shit, a lot of crazy shit, like job wise and everything, and now you're like basically just an entrepreneur. So yeah. What do you think's been like the hardest part about your journey so far? Oh man, just especially right now because of inflation, just trying to make it happen, trying to make the bills, trying to do all that. You know, uh, right now I'm looking for either grants or or a loan to help grow my business because you know I uh, finally at a point with you know this late in my life is like I don't want to work for anyone else. I'm just. Right. Just super like dead set and making this work and making it happen. So, I think the hardest part is just trying to keep yourself, you know, at, in one place and and sustain. I guess you can say because I didn't have family to fall back on or, you know, never was rich or anything like that. So, right, you know, I think uh, now is a better time than ever to to branch out and do your own thing because. Especially a lot of places are hiring because people are like, I'm not going back to work. I'm going to do my own fucking thing. It's and I'm like, like everyone's. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's why my, speaking of fucking late, my Amazon package definitely isn't coming. I'm going to have to get a refund for my tree. <laughs> 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 I was so excited. My tree was supposed to be here Wednesday. And it's definitely not going to be here. Uh, so where can people purchase this at? Right now we have an Etsy store, some Mojave mushrooms, really easy to find. Okay. Currently, had to take a break from growing fresh mushrooms so I could focus on making a bunch more tinctures and uh, jerky. Because we're trying to open an Amazon store, and in order to do that, you have to have quite a bit of product to send to them. And um, otherwise, you know, they'll just sell Why? all your stuff, and then, then you're kind of like, oh shit, <clears throat> what do I do now? So yeah, I've been taking a break from the fresh mushrooms, and... Um, Luckily, though, we are locally sourcing our, our uh, fresh mushrooms from Sundown, um, another company in town which grows quality products, and it's all organic, of course, and just the way we would do. So the same amount of care is taken with their mushrooms as we take in our mushrooms. It's just that we took a little break so we could focus on the uh, creating product kind of thing right now. So We made it. We made, we made it. it, guys. It was... It was a lot, but we made yeah. it. We got through it. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Equipment, equipment failures. Uh, but you can't stop me. You know. You can't made it happen, stop though. me, babe. All right, y'all. Thank you for being here. Thank you for subscribing. I hope you learned something good today, and I hope you guys are taking care of yourself and just incorporating something in your daily life to be healthier. Yeah. It could be anything. Just, Kung fu. Just effort. Yoga. Kung fu. <laughs> Kung fu, yoga. Sleep, sleep just sleep, you know. <laughs> yeah, just get good. some rest. Yeah. Ten minutes a day, that's all you need. No cell phones. Um, anyone that has any type of health issues or anything, and anyone that has parents with health issues, I know um, it's just getting scary, you know, as you get older, so you got to take care of them. So. Definitely. Um, my mom's on her CMOS and her blood purifier every day, so um, we healthy in this bitch, okay? <laughs> But until next time, peace. Yeah. Yeah. She that came out the gutter, me, my mother, and my brother The stove in the kitchen was heat for the winter Refrigerator was the cold in the summer 1900 blogger made sad Getting money, shit is straight cash Back then it was the good life Nowadays you need a gang pass If you ain't legit, then you can't pass